All right. Welcome back to the Micro-Budget Independent Filmmakers Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Zaina Thyris. So in Season 2's workbook, you guys will get a production schedule, a shoot schedule, and a post-production schedule, as well as a sample casting notice and a film crew cheat sheet. If you want the workbook, you can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, all proceeds from season two's workbook are going to be donated to Darnella Fraser's Healing. And we're rolling. I'm so used to saying that, like I'm actually like on set. <laughs> Welcome to the final episode of season two of the Microbudget Independent Filmmakers Podcast. Today is a really interesting episode. We are talking about a producer's role with casting. To start, most micro-budget independent filmmakers cannot afford a casting director. Most times that's not in the budget, and it's also one of those roles that's hard to get on a collaboration basis. So if you are consolidating roles like I often do in micro-budget independent filmmaking, a producer will really act as a casting director, meaning that they will handle the logistics when it comes to talent or sourcing talent, a.k.a. casting. And it's also important to have someone who is dedicated to the logistics of casting because actors have questions pertaining to logistics and not just creative. Actors can go to the director when it comes to their performance, but what about the schedule? You know, what about logistic-based questions they can't always ask the director. The director may not always have the answers, but a producer will. So it's important for a producer to prioritize this part of the production process. Here's a couple of things that I think producers should include in their casting notices and when reaching out to talent. Number one, the roles outlined. I've seen so many casting notices that are so vague like just so vague it's like this is the name of the production we're looking for actors holla at us and it's like there's just no there's literally no information on this casting notice give people detail let them know what they're submitting to okay so that starts by outlining the roles who are these talent and as a producer you have to make your director be very specific with casting notices in terms of the demographics I've gone back to my my creative team like, I need more. I need more detail. Who are the talent? What is the ethnicity? What is the age range? Do we want them to have any special looks, any piercings? Are tattoos okay? Like, give me as much detail as possible for this character description. Also, who is this character? Have your director write a quick synopsis on who this character is. We're looking for... The character Zahara, she's age 21 through uh, 25 years old, African-American woman. She is a 911 dispatcher um, who's been in the game for about six years and is at her breaking point. We need an actor who is able to cry on cue, X, Y, and Z, okay? Another thing to include in your casting notice, the date that you need submissions by. I don't know about you guys, but like as a producer, I get hundreds of emails a day and there's nothing more annoying than getting a, a submission for a film that's already been casted like three weeks after we've cast talent. That's just like, oh my God, like another one and another one and another one. Make sure you include in your casting notice when 
the casting ends, when you are no longer taking submission for, for this project. And you can do that by simply stating a deadline. Submit your headshot and your resume or your reel by this date. Okay, another thing from a producer's perspective to include in the casting notice is a direct email where actors can submit their material. Ideally, you'd want to have an email address dedicated to the casting of your production. That way, it's easily accessible to your team. I don't like giving uh, actors a personal email because their emails can get buried and lost. So I like creating an email like casting at the name of the film at gmail.com because all of the files can be kept in one place and you can share that email and password with the key players of your production, specifically your director, so it's easy for them to access. So make sure you include a direct email address where actors can submit their headshots, their reels, their resumes. Another thing to include on the casting notice, dates of the auditions and the production. Really important. You want to outline when actors will be needed throughout the entire production. So these are the audition dates. Cool, you can make those. Can you also make rehearsals if we were to cast you? Can you also make all of the production dates? It's There's literally nothing worse then your director finding the perfect actor for a role and then you find out that their availability clashes with your production schedule so you can't go with that actor because your entire production your entire crew is available on that schedule and you as a producer have to make the call not to derail the whole production for the sake of one actor so then your director's not happy you can avoid all of that by outlining in the casting notice when people are expected to be available so that they could see dates and know, oh, I'm booked for another project. I can't submit to this. You could avoid that altogether, okay? So include the dates of the auditions and the rehearsals and the actual shoot dates in your casting notice. Another thing to include, the location of where you're going to shoot your film, where the auditions are going to be, and where the rehearsals will be. This can be a general vicinity. It doesn't have to be an exact address. Uh, you could say we're shooting in Matson, Illinois. We'll have rehearsals uh, downtown Chicago. We'll have, rehe- we'll have uh, the auditions in the West Loop of Chicago, wherever that may be. And this is specifically important to actors because a lot of times actors are working actors who are booked on other gigs or have other jobs. They'll be coming from one place to another, and it's important for them to time out accordingly how long it's going to take them to get from point A to point B. I've worked with a lot of actors that leave one rehearsal or leave one audition to come to my auditions or to come to my rehearsal. So you want to be as specific as possible with, hey, we're going to be holding auditions here at this date, at this time, so people can just plan accordingly. And that's, again courtesy to your actors who are taking the time to be considered for your project. So overall, those are things from a logistics production perspective that I like to include in a casting notice. I try to be as detailed as possible. Sometimes you're not able to fit all of these elements in a one pager, but I encourage 
producers, micro-budget producers, to include as much information as possible. And it, it can be a full page. Um, I like to write everything out and have my director put all the casting specs and have a full page, and then I'll get an art director or a graphic designer to make it look pretty and actually design the, the casting notice. So while I still have you here, let's talk about where you can find talent, where you can source actors as a micro-budget independent filmmaker. Because I get asked this question a lot. Surprisingly, the people that reach out to me to collaborate the most are actors. They see my work, they see my films, they DM me all the time and ask, are you working on anything? Can I audition? Um, so actors do come to me a lot. If you're somebody who's new to a city or you have a project and you want to actually source talent, with a detailed casting notice, I love taking that to social media and specifically like Facebook groups that are specific to actors or talent. A lot of Facebook groups that are actor focused have hundreds to thousands of members within that group. And if you post the notice and where they can send that email, you'll get a, you'll actually get a pretty good response. In my experience, Facebook has been, specifically Facebook groups, has been really great with casting. Uh, Breakdown Express is also a site that I love to use for casting notices because actors can submit their headshots and resumes through a portal. So you set, you, you upload your casting breakdown, if Breakdown Express approves it, they'll give you a username and a password where you can access all the talents, headshots, resumes, reels, all of the above. Um, so those are my go-to places for where I source talent. Social media, specifically Facebook and Facebook groups, and Breakdown Express. So just to reiterate, a casting notice should be as detailed as possible from a producer's perspective. You want to include the title of the production, the characters that you're actually looking to cast with specific demographics and character descriptions, the date that you'll need headshots, resumes, reels submitted by, the dates and locations for auditions, rehearsals, and for the shoot dates for your actors. And don't forget to create an email address where actors can submit their material specifically dedicated to casting for the production. That way it's easy for your director to access. And you can post these casting notices on social media. And I've gotten a really good response for those. So I really encourage you guys to utilize social media with detailed casting notices. Oh my God. We made it to the end of season two. I'm so excited that you guys stuck with me for this long. <laughs> Can't believe you're still here listening to me yell at you about independent film production. We are going to get into season three, the final season of this podcast. Don't forget, you can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com for season two's workbook. Season three's workbook will be available at the top of the season. I cannot wait to talk to you guys then. Thanks again for listening.